Hello, friends. I'm Dr. Paul Jerry Frank, cosmetic dermatologist, author, and wellness enthusiast. And you're listening to the Pro Aging Podcast. Together, we discuss how to find the best version of ourselves. Talking to my network of experts from all disciplines, we learn to become active participants in making the most of how we look and feel, getting us to join the journey and enjoy the ride. Okay, friends, we are wrapping up 2022 with the last and final episode of season two of the Pro Aging Podcast. Happy holidays to you all. I'm going to give a total wrap up of the year with the exciting new technologies, the trends, and the wishes for the future. Have a good one. Hello, my friends. It is the end of 2023 and the end of the second season of the Pro Aging Podcast. Here with me, Dr. Paul Jared Frank. And my, oh my, what a year it has been. I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season as we all look back on what we've achieved and as we look towards the renewal of the new year. The good news is people still want to look and feel their very best. And a lot of things went on in my industry. We had a great season. I spoke to many of my colleagues uh, in cosmetic dermatology, Dr. Michelle Henry, Dr. Shireen Idris. I spoke to one of the OGs of aesthetic devices, Dr. Roy Geronimus, and we did go outside our box a little bit. I spoke to Dr. Jake Deutsch, functional medicine, Dr. Richard Fergine, my personal physician, and even went into the world of nutrition and fitness with our expert, our very own Sarah Raggy. So for those of you who have not listened to all those great episodes, you got something to do over the holiday season. But let's give a quick review of what we achieved and what we saw. One of the biggest things that we saw in 2022 was the release of the COVID technology bottleneck. Man, we were waiting for so many devices and we got them this year. I'll go over a few of those, but you know, we also saw a lot of trends as well in terms of the way people are doing things. First and foremost, I've never done so much revisional work uh, in the history of my, I don't know, 25 years in practice here. Um, so many patients coming in, having work done elsewhere, either for the first time or because of travel or living in different places, COVID displacement, and really needed to do a reversal, which takes as much skill as it does to actually do the work, is reversal work, readjustment, reapplication. This has reinforced to me so many times that your provider does not have to be me. But if you like your provider, stick with them. Do not change up. There's an art and there's a skill and a relationship that is built. And if you get good work done, kids, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of bad work out there. I never feel quite threatened about the competition because it's not that I feel so good about my own skills. I just realized there's a lot of bad providers out there. And especially when we're entering questionable economic times, we're going to see more and more bargain basement prices, Groupon type stuff. People may look to cut corners on certain things, and thematically, my advice to all of you is, if you like what you're getting, do not fix what is not broken. Another major trend, what I like to call the age of subtraction, we are now pretty much exactly 20 years into the major boom of injectables. It was 20 years ago this year that Botox Cosmetic came to FDA approval. We were using it in the 90s and the early 2000s, but in 2002, it came into the mainstream and it really changed the way table conversation, the vernacular of cosmetics really just altered 
um, literally the face of medicine. Because of that, it has created not only a lot more of acceptance, but on the negative side, a lot more overuse. And, you know, we certainly see an enormous growth of the injectable market and people who look like they have injectables. I always tell people the only noticeable work is the bad work, right? So, you know, people don't notice the good work out there, but unfortunately it's become a very highly commoditized market and there are people just doing too much and more is not better. There is always a therapeutic window of the right amount and not everybody is a great candidate, right? I've talked about this all the time. People with fuller faces should not be doing filler or at least a significant amount. People with weaknesses around the eyes muscularly should not be doing injectable neuromodulators like Botox. Now, the good news is we've really been in an age of addition, right? We're adding things to the face. We're adding muscle relaxants. We're adding fillers. Really, what I think 2023 and beyond is going to be is about the age of subtraction. And really what we want to do as we get older is remove things, particularly since injectables, which can work great in your 30s and 40s and It could work great your whole life, but it can become a law of diminishing returns, right? You should use less and less of certain products as you get older. Whereas in society, and because of its commoditization, we're seeing people use more and more. And we're seeing a lot of issues with filler fatigue, where the skin gets kind of punchy looking and stretched out. We're seeing uh, weakening, particularly around the upper face with overuse of neuromodulators, people actually needing cosmetic surgery at a younger age because of the overuse and abuse of injectables. Now, again, that doesn't mean that injectables are bad in the right hands and with the right level of proposed expectations as part of the doctor-patient relationship. There is a good use of these products throughout your whole life. But it's important to know when enough is enough, how much to use, where to use it, and who's going to be the best candidate. So back to the age of subtraction, right? As we get older, we naturally lose the elasticity of skin. Our eyebrows naturally drop. Our eyes look smaller. We develop jowls and loose skin. So right? We want to remove that skin. And everyone doesn't always have the realistic option to desire for facelifting procedures. Now, as you all know, I work with many of my esteemed colleagues for facial plastic surgery, and I love sending people. When it's time, it's time. And I always have that conversation with my patients that, you know, after treating them for two decades, there's a conversation where we have to either say, hey, let's um, have the conversation about changing the goals, our expectations, maybe changing some of the techniques that have uh, are not working the same way they used to. And also that includes having the conversation of would you consider facial plastic surgery? Because it is a more acceptable option for people. The procedure itself in terms of the aesthetics of the physicians who do it, the techniques and the safety have really come a long way in the last 20 years with things like the deep plane facelift, endoscopic brow lift, fat transposition around the eyes. There are so many surgical procedures that should come out naturally, but they are not for everybody. And understandably, people want to do the most they can short of surgery um, before they commit to such a big recovery risk uh, or cost. So there's so many of these newer devices that are coming out, and I like to call them, they're not only surgical sparing devices, but there are also injectable sparing devices. And it's usually at that age, around 45 to 50, where people start saying, hey doc, the injectables, the Botox and filler I used to do don't really do the same thing. I'm afraid my face is getting bigger. My eyebrows are getting heavier. Um, Do I need surgery? Well, the good news is 
there's this new category of technologies that really help us out. And the biggest one that we've been talking about, Elecor, you know, you hear me talk about this all the time. This is the fractional micro coring device where we're actually extracting, just like you're coring out, um, like aerating a golf course, you are literally extracting little punch biopsies of skin. And usually in a jawline and a neck area and cheek, we would remove 10,000 little cores of skin that close up scarlessly. So we're able to actually remove skin um, without leaving any marks. Now, you're not going to have a facelift-like result, but you'll definitely have a surgical-like result. And it allows us to remove and improve the elasticity of the tissue in no other way than other surgery would do. Other less invasive technologies which came out this year, which were super exciting, M-Face using HIFES technology, which is high-intensity focused electrical stimulation, which works great for baseline muscle tone and elasticity of the face, right? It gets a little counterintuitive. As we get older, if our skin is getting saggier and our muscles are naturally getting weaker, right? Do we want to keep paralyzing them with Botox? Do we want to keep stretching them with fillers? No, what we want to do as we get older is we want to get to the root of the problem. We want to actually build collagen, improve elasticity, and increase muscle tone of the face because the slings and the muscles of the face, they just weaken and like every other muscle in our body, they can get a little floppy. So M-Face has really changed the game. I've spoken about M-Sculpt technology, which has changed the industry and hypertrophying muscle development throughout the body. And now we have the ideal treatment for the face, M-Face. By the way, there was also a great new uh, applicator for the body, what we call the edge applicators that work for the love handles and the lateral belly at the same time. You got to check those out if you're a uh, M. Skult fan. Other news, um, game changing in the acne field. I've always been a fan of things like Accutane. A lot of patients come to me over the years wanting to treat their acne scars. I always find the most important thing to do is to first treat the acne itself. But a lot of people can't or won't go on drugs like Accutane. They're great medicines, they're highly tolerable, but there are potential side effects. There are certain reasons why certain people can't be on it, and some people just want to avoid all medicines altogether. In comes the AviClear, which came out, I believe, in March of 2022. Now, I've been using lasers for a long time for acne, and we certainly had technologies that were helpful, but nothing like this. They all required a significant amount of maintenance, and they really didn't work for you know, moderate to severe cystic acne. And the acne, the AviClear is really the first device that allows for medication-free uh, lasering. And it works, I call it the Accutane of lasers because it uses a specific wavelength, what we call 1726 nanometer laser, to target the sebaceous gland itself. And I'll say this is a protocol of three treatments performed monthly with little, to really no downtime. My nurses do it. It takes about 45 minutes. Patients go to work the next day. Um, after three treatments, at least 80% of my patients see 80% minimum reduction. And I would say it continues to be even better after the six month after many of my patients, they, you know, I've been using this nine months now, they're still all clear. So I am sure there will be some maintenance in the future because nothing is permanent really, including Accutane, but this has really been a huge game changer. And helping patients out along the way, uh, we've also seen advancements in facial technologies. One of my favorite devices is the Hydrafacial. They came out a new, with a new device called the Sindeo, Hydrafacial Sindeo, which is really an evolution of the hydrofacial technology that's an exist that is has existed in the past that 
Optimize is a user interface for the provider itself. We can provide to the company usable data that gives us feedback on how to better treat the patients. I can't describe it any, any other way. It's an amazing proprietary software. It's a very sexy device. And the hydrofacial Sindeo has, I really think, game-changed facials in general. It really is that great bridge between a aesthetic kind of spa treatment and a true medical treatment. And this is why I have my nurses do that. Uh, let's see, guys. What else we got? Biostimulatory fillers. You know how I love my biostimulatory fillers for scars, for cellulite, for various different things. But we did have a new one on the block, something called Renuva. Renuva is the first fat biostimulatory product, meaning is it's an off-the-shelf project that I can change the dilution depending on what areas I'm treating, and I can inject it, and it stimulates your body to produce its own fat. It is a cellular matrix from human that can stimulate fat production. So this is great for localized scars, indentations, traumas, treating complications of surgical procedures, uh, people where I do revisions of liposuctions that have irregular skin or big dimples, I could use this. And it's really allowed me to advance my techniques of micro-revisional body sculpting. We can use things like Kybella or microliposuction for little areas to remove fat. We could use things like Renuva to stimulate fat. So this really has advanced, and I'm going to be doing a lot of this in 2023, this kind of micro-revision of body sculpting. So that's something uh, very exciting as well. Now, we always have nice things to look towards in 2023, right, gang? And you know I'm a huge energy-delivered microneedling fan. Um, we are still very much looking forward to um, the Vivace Ultra, which is the first energy-delivered microneedling device with ultrasound-guided visualization. Aside from improved tip delivery with both insulated and un- non-insulated needles, we're really able to treat the skin not only with advanced visualization of exactly where we're targeting, but with the greatest position and variability in energy settings and depth and all these things. As far as I'm concerned, and I have four different energy-delivered microneedling machines, Vivace Ultra is really what I'm looking forward to most in 2023 because it's such a versatile device. We use it for acne scars. We use it for skin tightening. We use it for cellulite. And I'm really also looking forward to being able to use the different size hand pieces on uh, the various areas of the body. Now, the big drum roll, I think most of you may know this already, but my OG space uptown, P. Frank MD, Fifth Avenue. I've been there since 2000, kids. It's been a long time. Yes, I'm that old. Um, We are redoing it. I was super excited to develop and build the space down here on Perry Street. It's been a huge success. Thank you all of you so much. Um, But I got to say, I'm even more excited for Uptown just because it's my baby. That's where I started it all. That's where I built it all with my sister, my director of operations, and really built it up to a team of, I don't know, 30 plus people. And we're really excited to bring it to the next level. You know, we continue to grow our family. I'm so appreciative of the team that we have and the type of service that we could provide Uh, all of our patients. And it's just something I'm really proud of, something I think always think about around the holidays. And most importantly, I'm thankful for all of you, my listeners. Hopefully many of you are patients as well. And uh, I obviously couldn't be doing this without you. And I hope that I keep providing you 
with not only the education, but the service and the care that you deserve, because there's nothing more that excites me more in my life professionally than advancing the field of aesthetic and medical dermatology. So I did speak about a lot today here on the final episode, season two, episode 10 of the Pro Aging Podcast, but you could find out more about all this information throughout my Instagram. You could find out more about it on my website. There's so much information. You're all going to be so sick of me by the time you spend a little time listening to me, but I just wanted to give you all a shout out and thank you very much and wish you a happy, a healthy, a beautiful, and most important, a holiday filled with vitality with promise for the new year. So thank you all. Peace out. And uh, I'll see you in 2023. Bye. All right, gang, that wraps it up for an episode of the Pro Aging Podcast. Stay on the ride with us at Dr. Paul Jared Frank on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and probably some other ones I don't even know about. As always, wishing you all health, beauty, and vitality. Happy pro-aging people. Dr. Frank out.